Hey, it's Vincent, and welcome to episode 26 of Abstract Development. This is my third time <laughs> recording this episode. Um, I started this kind of episode three weeks ago um, just to, you know, get down some thoughts that I was thinking about, um, especially what I was launching um, with Sublime Ads and trying to get that into glue on and working with that. Um, but then I started rambling on um, about Apple and their documentation <laughs> and how bad it is. Um, and then the next time I recorded, I started with the same kind of premise, you know, Sublime Ads, glue on, and then talking about how bad Apple is uh, with the in-app purchases and how they hold the ransom for 15% or 30% even um, <laughs> on all the purchasing. Um, you know, it's the world's richest, uh, I wanted to say country, <laughs> um, company uh, and they extort um, developers. Um, but then I decided not to talk about it. Um, there was a bit of swearing involved. Um, well, I stopped myself from swearing because I don't have a little flag to tag my podcast at as uh, explicit so i'll need to add that for the next time i thought it would be quite fun um but yeah i decided not to record that i mean release it i mean i did record it it's just i didn't release them um so yeah so now it's uh 22nd of february um <laughs> a monday sun is shining snow is melting um, tomorrow will be really warm compared to last week. Um, it's like a 40 degrees uh, Celsius difference, <laughs> which is kind of crazy, but you know, it's nature. So it is crazy. It's great. Love it. Um, and yeah, the the past few weeks I've been just, I don't know, with finishing Sublime Ads, I mean, not finishing it, but, you know, launching it at kind of a huge weight lifted off my shoulder um, of you know getting it done and out there and what I want to do is get it into glue on um, get like some promoted content into that and through that I made a few changes here and there and yeah it just shows me that the platform works uh, nicely um, there are things I want to change um, over the next few months and I'm not rushing really uh, so that'll be kind of interesting yeah uh, with Gluon um, there's an update for well through test flight um, which adds all that and a few other things like inline images for um, editing posts um, of course there's so much more I want to do but for me it's just time at the moment because I have a few client projects coming in as well, uh, thankfully. Um, until my f <laughs> until my um, other empire uh, is a bit more self-sustaining. So yeah, unfortunately with the client work, it's kind of little bits and bobs which kind of take me time, but it's nothing like concrete where I can just put it in the calendar and write off a few weeks and then work around it. It's just like little things cropping up here and there so I do uh, yeah I basically jump on that 
as I go. Um, which actually is a good... Um, I'm going to jump from bit to bit now. <laughs> which actually is kind of um, a good thing because I've switched my email to use Hey, um, the new email service from Basecamp. Um, so they have the Hey for work, which basically allows you to use your own domain name. Um, so I kind of signed up for that uh, a month ago now. And the way it works is completely different uh, in better ways. I mean, some bits were a bit like mm, kind of strange, but after a while, that just kind of makes sense. Um, I'm not utilizing it um, 100%. But for me, it was nice to uh, be able to kind of set aside or mark items to reply later because for me that kind of turns into like a little task list um, where in the past I just ticked um, I mean just flagged an email and then archived it and then it just was lying there in my archived I mean in my flagged um, mailbox and that was kind of my little to-do list and then when I felt like it I looked at it but that kind of ended up causing me not to reply to emails for many months or you know sometimes if it's client related it's um, a week would go by and I'm like oh I forgot about that and then they email and I say ah, did you uh, do this yeah. Um, yeah I'm sorry yeah, I did it uh, so yeah so yeah it's working great um, with hey it's kind of once you look at an email it's just kind of gets added to a list and eventually just disappears out of your view which is nice so I really enjoy that um, yeah so I'm using a few labels uh, like for the potential work like upcoming work just to keep a tab on that and reply back um, to see if they're still interested or you know if they're happy with a quote or etc etc or if I need more details and they haven't replied back so yeah I'm kind of using that um, so yeah, back to Gluon quickly. Um, I've been in a kind of internal conflict with myself, what I want to do. Um, Gluon is built with React Native, which is a cross-platform kind of framework um, that allows you to target iOS and Android at the same time with the same code base. It's all written in JavaScript, so whatever you use in the browser, you know, to make it all sparkly and shiny <laughs> uh, but you know it's javascript so yeah it's not great um, it's not very performant um, compared to native applications uh, but you know it does the job and considering i'm one person i think it does the job pretty well um, even though some of the code that i wrote is i don't know more than a year or so old um, which it's okay, um, but some bits are showing its age. Anyway, um, now I wrote last year that I'm going to rewrite for iOS and Mac um, everything using Swift UI, uh, Swift UI. And I had this kind of internal conflict um, of, okay, if I have to learn Swift UI, which, to be fair, I tried and... I managed to get something out um, into the simulator uh, with Gluon. 
and you know it is working basically um, in a relatively short amount of time and I could um, basically yeah so I could basically write it in a similar way I wrote um, in React Native um, especially with the logic you know it's the way I organize uh, my project is not it's it it's what works for me it's not kind of convention or anything it just works for me you know it's all it all lives in their own little folder in their own files uh, depending on how i feel and what mood i'm in and yeah whatever works for the project basically um it you know i don't work as part of a team so i don't really care <laughs> i don't think i ever will work as a, in a team so i really don't care <laughs> it works for me so um at least it's in source control that's kind of a good good thing um so yeah, so that works. So I kind of can take what I learned with uh, React Native and put it into uh, SwiftUI. Um, and yeah, so I was happy with that. Um, as I said, it was kind of three, four months ago um, when I did that. Um, but I haven't really spent much time on it since. Um, I kind of was more concentrating on Sublime Ads to get that out, but it didn't take that much time, to be honest. Um, obviously mixing in the client projects because I have to I have to you know bring meat to the table or bread even um, and wine <laughs> and yeah so now I'm in this conflict where I really want to kind of rewrite everything from scratch but then there's the angle of Apple doesn't have any great documentation on SwiftUI I have to go and find stuff on third-party sites, like Hacking with Swift. I think that's kind of the best thing out there. And get to know the framework that way. And obviously, you know, coding and trying things out, researching. And then I look at React Native and I think, wow, there's all this great documentation here and example code on how to do stuff. Um, so... It's kind of, I'm kind of at this point where do I invest the time in SwiftUI or, you know, with the Apple frameworks uh, fully native or do I go and commit more time to React Native and rewrite it and make it really awesome um, or more awesome than it is. I mean, it's not perfect. Uh, so yeah, that's kind of the conflict I'm in at the moment. I just don't know. Um, I like to say I want to do SwiftUI. Um, but for me, it's just the hyper-focus on the Apple platform uh, platforms, which kind of concerns me because I like to ship glue onto still Android. I mean, Android will not go away. It, it'll still be React Native. Um, and I'm thinking down the line maybe uh, uh, Windows and the web as well and considering I'm only one person you know for me I need to make sure what am I happy with what am I comfortable with uh, yeah but the last few days I've been kind of just thinking on the SwiftUI front um because at the end of the day, people that are using Gluon, they are mainly on iOS or Mac. 
Um, so I think, and I mean myself, I'm the same. I don't use Android really. Um, I only use it when I'm developing and everything else is just Mac or iOS. Um, I don't really use an iPad. It's not really my thing. I prefer a laptop, but yeah. So with the new Swift UI and everything, I can at least, you know, have a decent cross-platform um, application for the Apple ecosystem. And I'll learn a new skill of Swift UI. Um, I know Swift a bit um, already. Uh, version 1, 2, and 3, <laughs> when it's changed so much. And then I kind of gave up because it <laughs> always changed so much. Um, I kind of know the older versions of Swift, which is fine. Um, I don't know what version we all know. And um, yeah, that's kind of... There's many things I want to do um, and learn. Because I think the the platform is just going to keep growing and growing and growing. I think no one will catch up, really. So, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Um, I will kind of create a new build, uh, a separate build for the Apple version, um, to, for the test flight. So I still have the old one going and then with the new SwiftUI one. The problem with me is that I like to work on something quickly. I mean, you know, good, but quickly. <laughs> Um, so if I have an idea, I just want to get it out, get it out on paper, as to say, and just release it. So that's why I was working on Gluon the last few weeks, just to get out a few features, do a few uh, bug fixes, get the promoted content in there. And yeah, I think it's important that I can keep doing that, so... Um, having a separate version of the new Gluon and the uh, current Gluon um, is kind of important for me. Um, I did say to a few people that I'm not doing SwiftUI because of the documentation from Apple and other things, but I think I kind of just need to knuckle down and do it. Um, it's like putting off um, exercising for the day. You know, you have to. Well, you don't have to do it, but it's good to do it. So I think I'll, I'll just try and stick to it um you see before i started recording this podcast i kind of thought oh react native react native react native but now that i'm talking about it uh it's gonna be swift ui isn't it so yeah all good fun um yeah so i hope to have a kind of new version of gluon an updated version in the next few weeks um so there's a test flight for that um, i'm hoping to release another test flight today um, just with a few more fixes that I hope fix a few bugs that cropped up. Um, Gluon, because it's built on React Native, Native, has a few memory issues, well, performance issues, especially when you have a lot of followers, um, if you're following a lot of people. Um, and there are parts of the app where it tries to load all of that into a view um, in a way that could slow down um, like replies sending or a post being uh, posted sometimes it kind of cuts off so you know that's kind of an issue I never came across because I don't I don't generally follow a lot of people um, it's just the way I'm at I like to see the feed but I'm, <laughs> I'm more like a I like to watch, you know. 
<laughs> and reply to people that uh, have issues with glue on. I like to, I like doing that. Um, yeah, so I don't really come across issues where I have, let's say, 500-ish or even 3,000 <laughs> blogs that I follow. Um, so I don't have those um, kind of performance issues on there. So. But yeah, it's kind of an eye-opener. You know, everyone's different. Um, and something I kind of hope that SwiftUI will fix for me, although I am planning a kind of a user interface overhaul for the the whole thing so yeah anyway um that's it for now um i'll be on the road tomorrow driving looking for schools for our daughter um kind of a kind of weird um because public schools are nice but we kind of want an international school for our daughter so she speaks english and uh, polish uh so we found one in Krakow, um, which is an hour and a bit away from from where we live, uh, which is fine because we actually want to move to Krakow um, this year, which is kind of a, well, they say the Silicon Valley of uh, Europe, <laughs> uh, which is kind of, you know, kind of true. Um, we, we stayed there for a, a bit and yeah, it was kind of, it was nice. Uh, enjoy it. It's kind of, has lots of culture and um, it's very international. Uh, lots of tourists when tourists are allowed back. <laughs> so yeah, be uh, be good to get back there. Um, we are still kind of researching, um, like Sweden, um, maybe Denmark, but I think Denmark has very strict immigration laws. Uh, there's Norway as well. Um, although I never understand if it's in Europe or not, <laughs> uh, but it won't be an issue. Um, I mean, I'd, for me, it's kind of a bit more restrictive because I'm, I'm British, so I kind of have to stay put where I live right now, um, so Poland. And my freedom of movement is kind of limited to where I live um, because of um, England <laughs> deciding to be stupid and uh, get out of the EU. Um, so, yeah, I mean, might be stupid, might be not, so I don't know. I'm not really into politics, so... Um, I know it's just a bit of a hassle. Um, so, yeah. Um, be interesting. Um, so, school tomorrow with our daughter. I'm sure she'll enjoy it. She has, like, a little interview when they talk to her and everything. So, only one parent is allowed in the school at the moment, um, unfortunately. So, But I hope that by September, everything will be back to normal um, soon, so... Our daughter doesn't have to go through any stupidness that uh, they impose on their children. <sighs> anyway, um, thanks for listening. Um, I hope you are enjoying snow um, if you are in the northern hemisphere. And hopefully it's kind of melting and life is kind of coming back to normal slowly. And I'll speak to you next time. Bye.